Hello, I'm Jamie McEwen. Hello, I'm Gregor McEwen. And welcome to the McEwen Brothers Podcast. Here we discuss life, comedy, money, and much more, not only with us, but with guests. So have a listen. Hopefully you'll learn something. And if not, you'll at least have a giggle. And hope you guys enjoy. Peace out. Just us this week, so let's get started. Hello, guys. Welcome to episode three of the McEwen Brothers Podcast. Hello, welcome. Welcome to episode three, as Jamie said. And uh, yeah, Jamie, so how's your, how's your week been so far? My week's been okay. Uh, it's very um, uni-orientated. It's been a lot of reading, a lot of typing, getting stuff sent off to my supervisor and just getting myself organised for the next steps of my dissertation, which obviously is a key priority for me for the future. So yeah, that's pretty much been me, uni, uni, uni. What about yourself, Gregor? Cool. Um, yeah, so I've been busy this week. I've started a new job in well, with Uber, so I'm doing like a field sales role there, which is exciting. A lot of things to pick up and learn, which has been good and a nice change. Apart from that, it's been pretty chilled. I have recently, I think, as we know, we're looking at properties around Scotland and particularly maybe Stirling, Glasgow or Edinburgh. Recently found one in Edinburgh, which is down by Leith, kind of just sending a wee inquiry about that and exploring the options there. So that's probably been a development as well um, over the past week. Yeah, it's all good. Had a good week. Yeah, so for the this week, is I've only got two modules. So it's managing change and my dissertation. Managing change being a really interesting topic on the aspect of what you have to do to like actually get change with an organisation. And it goes in, we went to talk about how China's actually, China and Japan and stuff, these countries are so well structured and managed that their change is so quick. And that's the reason why we've seen this development that, you know, you see like, tons of stuff being made in China and stuff like this. There's, I'm trying to describe it from the module. It's just, it was just so fascinating and something that I enjoyed learning and listening to about. But Sounds what good. I have to do for that module is write a report about something I want to change, such as exercise, sleep, uh, anything along the lines of that. Wait, so it's not, it's not business focus. It's anything that you want to change in your, in your no, life. So it's anything. So it could be okay. cut down my phone usage, wake up earlier. And is it the idea is you or can you do it on something else? It has to be me. So it's, it's, it's what I do, my personal change, and showing using the other module um, theories and evidence to help back myself up so I know what I'm doing and reasoning behind it. And there's different um, models. So it's quite I mean, interesting, that's actually. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It sounds interesting. It sounds a bit, it's very siloed. Like, you know, you, no, no, not easy, but like siloed, like, oh, you, it's you what change you want to make and it's like a business course you're doing or marketing course business it's obviously a business um module that everybody takes that sounds like one of those ones so yeah sounds like um i don't know a bit from from what i understand of it it's the idea is change doesn't happen at an organizational level change organize change starts at one your first person so it's always you that changes first before anyone else so someone in the organization has to have an idea to want to change and put that change into plan right okay so it's not the idea that you um organize 
a group and say, we're going to do this. It always starts off that one person and then it goes to a group and then the whole organisation will develop and change. So that's why they've decided to make it on own, that we have okay. to show how we can develop our change so then when we go into a business, we can manage the change. I mean, sounds interesting when you put it in that context. You know, I guess, you know, it starts with the person and then you can initiate change from there. But it's very, it sounds still very focused on the person who's making the change, which I guess that's the whole point of it. And I mean, it sounds quite interesting. What, um, what change are you going to make? I'm actually, I've not fully decided. However, I have a deadline for tomorrow morning to have uh, something in the pipeline so I know what I'm going to change. My thought was exercise, so try to exercise more and measure it by doing minimum of three times a week. And I thought, actually, to change it up, I could do it on my health, so improve my health, and that could cover more aspects where I can measure more different things, so I could measure my what I'm eating, I can measure the exercise I'm doing, I can measure um, the steps I take on my watch, things like that. There's different measurements I can put in place, so then when I'm writing it, I've got quantitative and qualitative information you, to use have you thought about i don't know, like looking at back like reverse engineering it for the models that you would use so you told me that effectively change begins with one person but obviously the models i don't know what models you're using or what it relates to but like you could then relate that to the organization so you build it back and you, you could be like oh you want to start your own business so what change do you need to make today to get there it's more like oh i could learn you know, thens and outs of running a business, all these sort of things, gardening tools, get that knowledge that way, do some planning with that. And then that will then lead to changing other people further down the line. Whereas if you just focus on yourself and health, you're not going to be a personal trainer. I don't think so. So what does that lead to? Like, I don't, do the models show that? Like, you know, what the steps are to then get to your end goal? Because that's ultimately what change, what you want to do. You want to get to your goal. You just saying you want to focus on health yeah, but it's kind of like building a strategy into your change and, you know, that then leads to more change and then, you know, your goals, your strategy, blah, 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 all, like, all interlinked. So I don't know if you've thought about it like that. Yeah. For me, it's... So the, the model and the person who does it is Kurt Lewin. Lewin is the person who's created the theory and it's called Planning Change or Organisational Development, OD. It's, trying to, it's really hard. It's quite a hard one to do. And I, I'm really interested in it. I think it's going to be something different for me. But I get what you're saying. Like, I like the way you think about this. You, as we've done before, you've helped me a lot with uni work and viewing it in a different way. So it's definitely something I need to take on and basically do the research. And read. Yeah. Okay. Should we jump into um, what we're doing this week? Do yeah. you want to Last week, we finished off talking about our plan for the next coming few episodes to talk about our trip that we went to America. It was one a lifetime trip for myself. I went away for three months working on a camp and had probably the best experience I've ever had working with kids, developed my skills, met people from all over the world, went to New Zealand. One of the best friends from the camp was from New Zealand and I hope to obviously travel out there at some point and visit them. And then to finish it off, my brother came out and joined me for a two-week trip, basically circle trip around a bit of part of America. I don't know how else you'd describe it. But yeah, let's get started. Yeah. Do you want to introduce it? 
a little bit more going to the starting stages yes so we probably you were in a camp in the state of philadelphia right yeah yeah sorry it was a small camp in philadelphia we had like a, it's called independent lake camp recommend if anyone's interested in working or doing the sort of extreme experience definitely look them up really good camp to work for a lot of experience um really interesting so. well we'll get to it but what was the um what drew you to join that camp what was what happened there so with the planning process and the organization of getting to a camp you have to be actually chosen from a camp so you don't actually get a specific choice of or yes, this is the one I want to go to and you can definitely go to it. They have um, criteria they have for basically trying to get certain specific people in to do it because there's a lot of people that want to do this sort of experience. Yeah. So what they do is they have in the Glasgow Science Centre, they had a event where some of the people from these camps all over America came in and you got to go around and ask questions and figure out what camp was what like. You have Jewish camps, you have church camps, you have charitable ones you have the save runner ones that run for disabled so for me i was looking at something where i could use my skill set i was looking at okay is there a golf one is there physical sports that's the sort of area i was wanting to go down and from having skills skills so like campfires burning like sort of these sort of hands-on skills a scout. you're a scout weren't you yeah yeah for the years and from that skill set, I basically went around and seen what ones I quite like. So I had three that I was really kind of fancied, but independent link camp stood out to me. It had flying trapeze, I had water skiing, I had these big things that you just thought like this camp has a bit of you know, it has a bit of money behind it to be able to put it into the camp and help the kids develop more and maybe provide me with a little bit more. Sounds fun actually. Yeah. Wanna you want to go to a camp where it's gonna be fun. So yeah sounds like you got a good choice what um i think where did you where did you come up with the idea to go to camp america like was that something you thought long about before, or what, what was the situation there for the, that decision our friend and dad's closest friend donald cowan his son andrew cowan had mm-hmm. already done it years before and had done it for actually i think five years in a row he ended up doing it for and he loved the experience, he says, he ended up becoming like a camp counselor, leader, and just taking on more roles every year he went. And from that experience, he says, you, he had recommended it to all of us, you know, Gareth, me yeah, and Carl, recommended it a lot, plenty of times. However, I was the only one, obviously, to, to go for it. And that was the reason, basically, him telling me that you should do this. I'd finished college. I knew I was coming up to finish college. So I was thinking, I need a break. I need to do something different. Because the year before that, me and you had done the garden business and just worked, basically. Didn't really, played a bit of golf, worked, did stuff like that. And I thought, I need something, yeah. a big change or something different for in between the period of going from college to uni. And what a better experience than go work in a camp. Yeah, I mean, it sounds so good. And Andrew, um, maybe we can get him on at some point. That'd be quite good. Yeah, hopefully actually maybe in, we'll get we'll definitely that's we are building out our we're building out our guest list. So you know we're trying to get people on and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the more people we can get on and chat about, you know, 
certain events will be will be good. So we've got I think we've got a good network, and so we can certainly do that. Cool. So that sounds really good, Jimmy. Um, a good foundation of what happened. From that, effectively came to the point you when you come to the end of your camp. Was it three months you were there for? Yeah. So I'll actually I'll continue on to the point where where I meet Gregor. So from the camp, it's split into different like weeks. So you'd had you didn't actually have the same kids for the whole three months. Kids came in three weeks blocks. It was two three week blocks and like a two week block. I think it was. It worked out some around something around that. And on the last two weeks, the last two weeks were quiet. A lot of camp counselors had already left because some people don't stay for the whole season. They just do a small period and they leave. So it came down to the last two weeks and it was pretty quiet and everyone's basically planning their trip. So I had all the camp counselors going, like, oh, I'm going here, doing that, you guys coming. So at that point, me and you had been in touch and started to organise, okay, we're going to be up here, we're going to do this. this well, is I mean, it wasn't it, those two weeks at the end of your trip. That, ever, ever since you left to go to Camp America, you done a wee bit of planning before you left and got the plane. Yeah. Those like three months was me back in Scotland trying to figure out what we're doing and where we're going to go. <laughs> so it wasn't just a two week thing. Maybe to you once I figured everything out, I told you. I, but... Yeah. It wasn't until like, it wasn't, I, from my memory, it wasn't until like the last two weeks that I, did, I figured out what we were doing. But for me, I was seeing all my camp friends. Unfortunately, some of them were a bit older, so obviously being 21, you can drink in America. I was only 19. Um, yeah, 19 when I was there, so they were all planning different places, and oh, we're going to go to like Las Vegas and things like that, and I was just thinking, oh, it'd be good to just join them, let's join them for a bit and stuff. Um, but obviously, I think I couldn't do a lot of these sort of activities. So that's when we ended up meeting up. So I got on a bus, uh, it must have been about the Sunday the 25th of August, I think it was about then, and we drove into New York and everyone just dispersed. <laughs> Everyone's like, I'm going here, I know I'm going there, I'm going there. And I was thinking, shit, I'm on my own. <laughs> First time ever in New York. And I've got a suitcase, a big rucksack, and I'm in the middle of New York thinking, I've got to get to the location that Gregor's told yeah. me about. No idea exactly where it is or how I get there. Um, stress to the hill. <laughs> yeah. Wanna, oh. Now tell me, tell me what your experience. Obviously, like two weeks before, let's hear what you had experienced before, like the preparation. Yeah, I mean, probably for like three months. Obviously, working as well at the same time, just off and on, being like figuring out. We got a plan together of like the cities we want to visit, which was pretty much kind of key. I can't remember if we've done that before you left. Or we had like a rough outline. We did have a rough outline. Remember that, John. So then it was left to me to organise pretty much where we're staying, transport, and try not to make a break the bank on like what we can do and see in certain places. So I think we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. We did. I mean, it was well worth it. So I don't know. Do you want to just jump in? I mean, the th the two weeks kind of leading up to when you had time to do stuff and like chat to me and stuff before I came over yeah um, I remember you know way back searching for flights just to get to America just before you get just getting there like searching for flights that are like you know not going to break the bank and you know we're good times unless it was just for us initially meeting up getting these good flights for timings to, to work out quite well yeah. and it did so I got a flight from Edinburgh I remember I think 
I went, Dad, ended up, Dad ended up giving a lift route to Edinburgh Airport, um, or I went home for the weekend and then got an early flight down to London, um, and then from London to then New York. Yeah, it's JFK. JFK, yeah. So, yeah, I remember getting off the plane there and going like, uh, this is cool. Big, massive plane. I don't know what kind of plane it is. One of the double-decker ones. Um, do you want to yeah, show some I pictures? Should we jump in? Yeah, I've got the. Have you got it up? Have you got the photos? I've got them up. So if I share my screen. Yeah, share your screen. Let the guys, um, anyone listening, hopefully, if you're listening to this, head over to YouTube. We've got a wee channel that's called the Coon Brothers Podcast, and we'll be sharing our videos. You can see our faces. I hope you enjoy. Okay, so let me just sort this out. So yeah, it would be better if on YouTube if you can see these, but we'll, we'll describe them and if you're listening on the, on Spotify, you know, that's fine. So, Jimmy, can you see the photo? Yeah, I can see the photo. So, Scotland. The Scotland, this is the gates at Edinburgh Airport. Um, pretty much flying through. So, I noticed that my seat... What? That's not... That's Thumbray. What is? The photo. Oh, I'm sharing the wrong screen. <laughs> you see it now? Sorry. There we go. Okay, cool. Yep. <laughs> so this is the gates at Edinburgh. Um, pretty much standard, you know, go through the gates. Parents are like, oh, we'll get a photo of you, take a photo, blah, blah, blah. So I noticed like in London, my seat was like 39k. And then the gate was B39. So it was just like a week of coincidence. Oh, yeah. Um, but the plane in London was one of those, you know, double decker, PA, double decker. I don't know the model plane is, but yeah, um, very cool. But the weather was good, obviously. Kind of when did we go? End of August, so yeah, so, so summer. 26th of August 2018. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, I mean, this is me jumping off. JFK, which I remember stepping off the plane and going like, yeah, obviously you go and get your bags and stuff. And then as soon as I got my bags, I'm like, how on earth do I get to where we're meeting up? And just yeah. like, just trying to figure out. And so my my thought process when I first land when I first landed, so like the three months before, I just thought because obviously landing into America and had all the security stuff with the visa and stuff because I was there for a longer period of time. Yeah. So I was nervous wreck going through like the airport bit, just like this visa has to work. Please just go through the fine, like don't that. They got like police dogs everywhere. It was like it was like so like they're so intense with it. Mm -hmm. It was quite a scary experience. But do you not think getting off and going through the gates to open up to like New York City and just even just the cabs, you just go like you're in a film. There's yeah, so many so. films and stuff that are done for me in America. For me, it was obviously you got the you got the bus right to the center, right, of New York. Yeah, so we got like a yeah, it was like a bus that took us to one of the main stations in New York, which is actually underground. Okay. So the big double bag, the, like these big buses that come in, and you think you see them go like, oh, they go all over America. They, they've actually got a station that's actually a very central location, but it's all underground. Cool. I don't think. I never saw that when I was there. Obviously, you didn't need to. Yeah. I got when I got off the plane. JK is kind of like on quite far out from the center of 
it's not the closest one. Um, kind of off off the different islands, and yeah, I didn't really see New York like straight away. The only giveaway was the kind of yellow taxis at the airport. But I was kind of yeah. like, oh. and then you get this. Oh God, there's a high rise kind of like um, train into the center, and that's when it opened up. Being like, oh, you see the skyline of New York. I mean, we'll try and skip to when we met, right? If I show yeah. some photos. I, I, I just find the photo, I'll talk through the, so from my step, so I got off the bus and I ended up trying to find the the cab. So I was trying to find either a cab or basically something, trams are get, basically thinking, how am I going to get there? And I can't remember, I don't know if this is, was with you, Gregor, or I was on my own. But this guy could just tell that I was like lost. He just knew that I was like not in the right place. He was like, he was like, came up to me, he was like, American accent, going, oh, where are you going? Where are you planning to go? And I was like, I need to go here. And he goes, you need to get the third. He was just like, basically, get that subway to this, to there, to that. And he just like knew it off by heart, like a, like a click of the fingers. Yeah. And I just, this is like, that's like a true New York person to just like come up to me. And then it clicked with me. I'm like, this guy's wanting money off of me. <laughs> so I was, like, I was like, I've got no money on me. Like now I'm like, everything I have is away. It's all hidden. Like, I, what, what can I do for you? And he was like, don't worry about it. If you see me about, give me some cash next time. <laughs> God. I, went, I was like, oh God, like, okay. But yeah. honestly, if it wasn't from him telling me that, I don't know if I would have got to the, hotel as quick as it did okay god they're like hustling out there aren't they and it, yeah. there's a few times where people are like were like that in new york i got, I got hooked in at one point remember we'll get you to that what? yeah yeah we'll get then, we'll yeah get yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> i'm sharing the wrong screen again okay so I guess the oh, biggest man. surprise for me was when you showed up and you had like a buzz cut. <laughs> so before I left to go on the trip, I was thinking I need to get like a haircut. But so Puri, one of the guys who hopefully we'll have on this the show, a close friend from New Zealand who I met in the camp, could cut hair quite well. So he started to cut my hair at the start. But I got to a point where I was sweating and so hot because not used to the temperatures, that I was just like, Pooh, can you just shave my head? So he shaved my head, but then the, not only did he shave my head, you know how people get their like fringe and everything squared off, so it's like square lines, yeah, like straight lines everywhere. He started to do that all over, but I think at that point it started to just grow back a little bit, so. Okay, yeah, it sounded like it's grown a wee bit. Yeah, but that, I remember coming into there, sitting down and thinking, I wonder when how long he's gonna take. Like, I don't think I had Wi-Fi yet or anything like that, but I was so happy to see you. Like, I remember like tears come to my eyes, going like, you know, three months not seeing any family member, no matter where you are, it's quite hard. Yeah. Yeah. And especially at that age, the first time I've ever been away from family. I was a first, yeah. Because I've obviously not done uni, been like away, uh, like in halls or anything. I that was the first time I've been proper away from anyone. And our family for a long period of time so seeing you just really like uh it was the best feeling 
yeah yeah and i mean you run away and you're busy as well so that probably helps like you know you're busy constantly so that much time to think this is kind of like the time when you had to think but yeah that was a photo we took um in the hostel like this is like the the lounge or no the reception area <laughs> so yeah. there's us um first photo i'm so tired <laughs> i know and then so there's welcome to new york city this was like I a little what's that when i was i wish i was that skinny at camp honestly i was so, i ended up doing for the last month doing workouts and plans for like every day doing a minimum of like two hours of exercise okay plus like walking around the whole camp like my first thing in the morning was going all the way from bottom of the camp to the top of the camp which is a straight up hill to this very top bit to go and feed some chickens <laughs> and yeah just like i'm looking at myself and i'm going jesus jamie you're looking fine there <laughs> God, I mean, chill out. Eh? Um, so, I mean, this was like the first surprise, like obviously for you being like, what have you booked? And predominantly before yeah. we left, we're, are you happy to stay in hostels? I was like, yes, both agreed. Thank God, because that saved a lot of money. Just expensive, some, yeah. some of them were expensive. So, little hostel that we stayed in was uh, good uh, just everything we needed we just need a place to sleep so that was the main thing at night I don't know what else we want to talk about here but we've got a lot of stuff in New York um kind of like what I would do is do you want to just like put your stereo screen there and have you got the photos of me with like my gold chain and <laughs> yes so I right. what I would do is I just keep scrolling through them, so just go yeah. through the whole day, and okay. then we'll just talk as we go. So, okay. So if he goes to the gold chain, we'll start off with me. We left the hotel thinking, let's go out. Let's, you know, we're only here for like a short period of time because we were spreading ourselves so thin, basically going to like three days here, two days there, because we were moving and doing like a whole, you know, see as much as we could. And one of the things I got from one of my kids that I, when I left camp, he gave me, he knew he was a golfer and he had a gold chain that had said golf. This is it here. So when, yeah, so that's the chain there and it says golf on it. And that's your t-shirt from the camp? Yeah, and the lake. So anyway, we went on from there and headed to get a tram right in, well, the subway. Should I say actually, into yeah. center of New York to try and view and see as much as we could on the first, basically first night. We're trying to cram in so much. I mean, the whole trip we're like running about like crazy, just uh, trying to see as much as we can. So, yeah, I think this is like the first subway. And then it's like that's like when we just come out. We'd literally just come out of the subway, and we're like, I remember just being in awe yeah it was i mean that stuff that you see on obviously tv and on movies you're just like oh it's actually kind of makes you go oh it's actually real like you know these sort of things you know you're so used to embedding an image in your mind of yeah. what it's like but it literally is you know, i think obviously. the first thing we did was Times square as well that was the first yeah. place we kind of was like let's you know ticket bucket list let's just head there and 
Do you remember what I did with the food? The food? So oh, did you spill getting, it down? Yeah, so me and Gregor were like busy trying to get like some proper American local hot dog thing. So we got this hot dog with like onion mix on it. And yeah. I go to take a bite and it oh, falls. Yeah. <laughs> and I got it like everywhere. I got it all on my, it's to this day still stained into the shorts. <laughs> the grease. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, look so. at it. Oh, doesn't look good at all, but it was, it was tasty. You have the close-up photo, Gregor. There's a, you took a close-up photo of it. I, that's it. There. Oh, I've got, I've got a better one. Oh, have you? Uh, I don't want to share it. Do you want to share it? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. That looks good. Anyway, so first day was pretty much all around New York, just trying to walk, see as much as we can. There was no set plan. It was literally just walk, see, get some food, and enjoy. Yeah, so we saw a lot of, I guess, you know, Trump Tower. We went, you know, kind of uh, just right in the center. Um, we came across, I guess, some wacky people. <laughs> Look at that guy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then we went to like a wee deli around the side from where we were staying and got like a few drinks, didn't we? Yeah. For dinner. And then we headed out again in the evening. So this yeah. This was like close to where our hostel was. This obviously colourful building. Actually, was that was that a hostel? And our room was like there. Yeah, that was our hostel. Yeah, and the room was like here or something. Other side, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, I mean that. I think that was the first. That was the first night we kind of just done a bit of ex, well, first day kind of exploring, um, messed up, and then it was kind of like just hit the ground running the following day. I can't yeah. remember, but I can pull it up. The itinerary, like because I obviously we planned. Oh, yeah, the itinerary. Sheet. Yeah, for like the day, the days that we were. Um, what, what our plan was in our travel plans. Um, yeah. I, I think so. One thing we'll add to this is, so obviously, like, we understand doing this sort of activity in New York is not a cheap place to go. So one that, that first day, we probably, I reckon we must have spent $40, $50 easy. Yeah. Like, getting our, I think our hot dogs and stuff were nearly 20 I was like 20 or 30 dollars just for that on its own and then to get our meal at night which we we're trying to balance out for the whole trip thinking okay we need to balance the spread the cost so we're not you know one night's really expensive and cheap just let's have good quality meals all the way through so we really tried to spread our money as far as we could do you remember how much your flights were Gregor at all no, <laughs> no. I, I think I want to say like four to six hundred as a ballpark, yeah. but so I found some of the. Uh, I mean, I don't know how long we want this to last this first episode, but I'll show you some of the planning documents. So this was like, okay, this is like a tip that we would advise. Yeah. I know I would advise is just store all your um, documents somewhere that you know places you want to do your plans so the, oh. the, the plan do you remember said in this 
Yeah, I remember doing that. But do you remember when you came up, you were like, I've got this app called Mapster. Oh, yeah. That was good. And then so we, can you, we can get that up. Yeah, so Gregor, so Gregor or before, I, th I think probably before the trip, had found this app called Mapster. And what it allows you to do is put in locations and you can just basically tick it that once it's done. Um, I've actually used that since uh, when I went to Budapest with Rebecca and a few other trips. Just basically put them in location, where it is, what it is, and it'll pick it up. Not most places it'll pick up where you've been. So like Eiffel Tower and Central Park, things like that. If you were to just put them in, it'll pick the location, put it there where it is, and then you can just once you've been there, pick it off. And I think it was actually really good for us, Gregor, when we go into other cities as well. We just we we end up using that a lot to even just plan, look at what else is out there. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember one of the nights searching, just literally searching top 10 places to do or top place 10 places to see and then just putting them in. Yeah, it was. And every, every time we went somewhere, it was log it. I just kind of logged it on the map just to be like, yeah. we've done this. It was so useful. So definitely recommend that app. Do you know I've got, I just found, oh God, uh, this is like bringing back memories. So. Let me share the screen. Yeah. Honestly, this this whole thing could go on for. We could have tons of episodes about it. Just making me remember. I don't know how long it's gonna be. Um. So, can you see that? This is like New York. Yeah. Like thing, kind of what we wanted to see. Oh and yeah. So it's just thing there. Thing. Yeah, I got a few work suggestions. Yeah, see that. that was a, we stayed at the Q4 hotel? Yeah, Q4, that rings a bell. So this is where we stayed. Recommend. Oh, that came in handy, the hostel, yeah. Hostel world. Hostel world, yeah. We used that quite a bit, though, right? For yeah. I think for Boston, it came in view, because with us, we hadn't booked that. That was a very last minute. Yeah. Definitely. So, so anyway, we'll continue on. We'll end up getting carried away in the same place for this time. So, next morning we got up. First thing, try to get up. I'm sure we got up at a pretty decent time. We were like trying to think. We need to maximize everything. Yeah. Let me share this picture with you. <laughs> <laughs> so I was sleeping on the right, Jamie, you're on the left. What tip? <laughs> Stuff everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so then we went on into New York and started off with, is it, it's called the Iron Building, is it not? Yeah. So did that and then moved on to our breakfast which we started at the big daddy's diner yeah do you remember that? i do i do i do i do because we're always wanted to like eat like american style so one of the things i found when i've been when being there for the three months was the way they do their potatoes okay uh, 
they went for breakfast they do this like fry up that's just like i don't know how to describe it it's just so different from anything that we would ever do but you can just tell it's full of grease and like yeah proper american style stuff do you remember you couldn't finish your meal oh mine was massive mm. that was so good but kind of heart attack on the plate oh yeah definitely Oh, we got the shakes as well. They were, yeah, I think we just, like, we kind of went too much with, for that breakfast. I'm too excited. Yeah. Then from there, I think we headed off to see the, we've got the, the was it the national debt number? Is it, what's the? Yeah. I can't remember. I think it is. Not? Yeah. The U.S. debt. U.S. debt. Counter. Which is crazy when you look at it. I know. But yeah, a bit more exploring. Um, was that our first then, the Empire State Border? I think so. But from there, we were, were, I think the key plan was head off to the, basically the memorial stuff and all the history of, obviously, the TAC and... Twin Towers. Yeah, the World Trade Center. Which uh, was, that was just, kind of takes your breath away because you just know how severe and how it was. I don't know about you, but Gregor, it, it definitely hit me. Like, you realize how bad it was. It wasn't, it's not just something that affected America. I think it impacted the whole world. And to, to this day, even when we went through the museum, it was so heart-wrenching to see what happened. And the people, yeah, just really tough. Yeah, it was pretty, it was very, it was very touching. And the, to actually see it all was, yeah, it was, it's definitely a site um, you need to go to if you do go to uh, New York. Then... From there, we went up the world, one world explorer. I'm laughing because, do you remember like when the windows opened? Yeah. So do you want to describe a bit of that? So there's this like, we go up the world. I remember going into there going, obviously talk about the money sense of it. It, it wasn't the cheapest thing to do, but we we're like, when you're in New York, you need to go up one of the buildings. You either go up the Empire State, you, you know, you need to go up one of these to see the site and see the views from the above and we went up to this and there's like a screen that's showing all these different things that are going on and the buildings going up and everything that's going on and then all of a sudden you think that you think you're actually kind of like just in a wall it's just like a wall there and these shutters just slowly go up and up and up to open up to the view of new york city and the skyline just was yeah such a good feeling because you don't get to see it at all. Once you're off the elevator, you don't get to see anything until you're in that wee room, and then they open it up. Yeah, it was pretty special. Because um, obviously you pay the money for it, and you're kind of like, yeah, this would be good, this would be good, oh, we'll see what it's like. But actually, the only yeah. time you get the view that you have is if you're in a helicopter or in a plane coming into yeah. London. That was unbelievable. So I think we've got some... I definitely recommend, if you're in New York and you're in to find somewhere where you want a building to go up, I definitely recommend uh, going up there. From there, we kind of just spent a bit of time. I think it was just a, a bit of time up the top. 
And then from there, do you want to talk about where we went next, Gregor? Yeah, of course. So from there, we basically, like we say, we did hang around. Um, this is kind of going to the, how would you describe it, the south? There's a different barracks. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't, like, even myself, I couldn't tell you, but we're heading down to go to the ferries. Mm -hmm. And so we've been told, we got told from, was it family, basically a family friend, that the best thing to do, is, instead of paying for these ferries that go around the Eiffel Tower, you can actually get the free Staten Island ferry. Yeah. Get on it, go on the ferry, watch the views from the ferry that goes across and then instead of staying there and seeing San Island because we've been told there wasn't much to see you just get back on the ferry so you just do a couple of look but <laughs> one thing <laughs> yeah that I don't know yeah that was um it was I guess it was worth it because you basically go on it to see the um would you go on it to see again? I think for me, it's, it's free, Claire, and you no, go no. on it to see the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Eiffel no, no, not free. <laughs> <laughs> Empire State? No, no. What's it called? It's not Empire State, bro. <laughs> What's it Yeah, you go in and see the Empire State Ball. Uh, I was saying that in London. I said them. I said that. My mind is so. Gone. There's so much. There's Statue so much Liberty. thing. Statue of Liberty. I said that for as well. Oh my god, Statue of Liberty. So you, you get you get on it. You see the Statue of Liberty. You get off the other side, and you apparently just go right round. And there's another ferry that normally just leaves, like two straight after. Yeah. But what happened to us, Gregor? Everyone's running, everyone's trying to get round to the other side. We missed it. Right, let's say just missed it. Last few people went through and we were just got told that that was it. Yeah. Um, anyway, that, yeah, I've got photos of it. Do I've got photos of you. Share some. Oh. Well, if you take off, yeah, there we go. So Sorry, I've not got the screen share, guys. Um, but there's the Statue of Liberty. I don't know why, but I don't have but, Yeah, so we end up doing that. And if, if you're in New York, it's free. It's something that you can go see and say that you've been in Staten Island. I would definitely recommend anything that's free in New York. It's, it's just worth doing, such as the pop-up shops, which we'll get into later on. Then from there, we made our way to obviously Wall Street mm -hmm. and had to find this beauty, beauty of an animal. The stock exchange bill. Do you want to share? Have you got these photos, Greg? Have you got the. Yeah, I've got those. Just so it's a bit better. Okay. Do you, do you have the time? What's that? Do you know the time? 
probably be going on for like an hour and a half. That's what I was thinking. You know, I think um, there's a lot to cover. I'm thinking like, how can we better go about it? What I would say is, within America, when we did when we do this trip, and we there's so much for us to talk. So for next week, we will come into this with more key points and with more straight to you with where to go, places you need to see, and what was the highlights of each city for us, so we don't spend ages on this section. But for us, it was a lot of fun, and it's hard to decide what section's the best. So what we'll do, to finish off this episode now, Gregor, since it's gone on for Hope you guys are enjoying and still listening to this. <laughs> yeah. Our laughing and banner. What was the best thing for New York City on our round one of New York? Because we came all the way back round to finish off, obviously, in New York for the last couple of days. So the first few days in America, in New York, what was your highlight for that first few days? Probably would be... I'm going to say, like, the culture of New York. It's so busy. There's loads of people. And it's so diverse with the different boroughs. Yeah. Exploring that, you can literally turn the, turn the corner on one street and you're in, you feel like you're in a totally different part of the city, like, you know, like, um, Little Italy and stuff like that. And Chinatown yeah. was crazy. So... That for me was definitely a highlight. What were you definitely. What was your highlight? The, the history of the history of New York is so vast from the people who have arrived in that city and developed these wee areas that have got their own bit of history from different parts of the world is really interesting. I love the food. I think I've got like a fascination for American style food, and I think it's when I was in there for the camp, I loved that at the same time. But the best thing is all of the bucket list texts. So seeing the Empire State Building, um, the bridges, um, getting all the, you know, the photos, the iconic photos that you see on online, you see in magazines. And then the icing on the cake was the YouTuber, Casey Neistat, which been a fan of for many years, casually walking along the street and me and you go, as Casey, Casey Neistat's, office we didn't see casey we didn't see him no with the office his office his oh, where yeah. thing and then the, the up above you could tell that it was his just to, just to stumble across it yeah yeah just stumble across that it's just like something that i've when you watch someone like that in a big city like that like new york you just don't expect to see it you don't expect to find anything to do with him i didn't i didn't plan or we didn't Think he was going to see that, and it was just one one of these things we came across. I was like, I remember you weren't too cool. fast because you weren't the bigger. You weren't. You're not as interested in YouTube as I am. But for me, it was like a big deal. Yeah, I remember that. That was quite cool. Yes. Yeah, so just a lot going on. Um, anyway, right. What we'll do is we'll, we'll end the episode here. Uh, we hope you all enjoyed the episode. 
have you got any last sort of comments, Gregor, for what our plans are and what we're going to do for next week? Yeah, we're going to continue with the keeping the American theme going, our journey, our tips, maybe give you a bit more tips around the planning of it, um, a bit more tips on like what we saw and what you'd recommend to do. Um, yeah. Hopefully next week we'll have somebody on. Join us. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we will have someone with us for the first half or either for the whole episode. Obviously we're still in the starting stages of everything that's going on. It's our second, well, third episode for our podcast. We hope you are liking our videos. If you've got any comments or anything, feedback you want to provide us, let us know. There's comments down, comment box down below on YouTube. Follow us on in Spotify and we'll see you guys next week. Perfect. Yeah, we'll see you next week and look forward to it, actually. On an on a other note, Jimmy, do you have any plans for the coming week? For the, for the coming week, um, the plans for this week is to kick my arse into gear for my uni work because I'm really needing to <laughs> get the knuckles out and put them down to step myself to this table. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a really nice way of putting it basically get your arse into gear yeah you know get my arse into gear like a gear stick (laughs) (laughs) into gear (laughs) what about you Gregor? so um yeah i'm not really doing that but (laughs) i'm uh i've actually got some training um from Monday to Wednesday, happy to Wednesday, then I'll be cracking on with uh, work. Hopefully, I will cycle somewhere uh, throughout the week. And yeah, I'm glad that the sun's, you know, not going, not setting as early as what it was. So yeah, longer days are in front of us, which is good. Get on the bike a bit more. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you guys. Hope you guys enjoy, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>